0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to episode one of My Crabby Opinion. I'm your host, T.J. Crabtree, and we're here today to talk about everything around the world, your opinion about anything you have on your mind. It can be anything from hot topics around the world to past and present. We're excited to discuss anything and everything. Nothing is off limits on this podcast, and that's what makes it so exciting. We Uh, decide to start a podcast that uh, we can discuss anything and everything you'd like to discuss. So without further ado, again, I'll introduce myself. I am TJ Crabtree. I uh, come from a business background. I have an MBA. I'm a former uh, strategy and project manager, uh, a VP of strategy and project management with an organization, and I'm currently a chief strategy officer in the business realm uh decide to take my talents into podcasting where I like to discuss all things broad and uh, narrow with my uh with my folks here across the wave. So, let's uh let's get started here and discuss something that is currently a hot topic in the uh world of cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency. Cryptocurrency is something that if you don't know what cryptocurrency is, you might want to take a look at it as it is becoming something huge in the um, world today, uh, whether you're on Twitter, whether you're on Instagram, whether you're on TikTok, you've probably seen something about cryptocurrency, and it's not something that's necessarily new. Bitcoin has been around for quite a while. Ethereum, you've probably seen the name. Um, but all of a sudden, there's a huge explosion in crypto. Currency, and you're probably saying, TJ, how do we get involved in cryptocurrency? How do we make money with cryptocurrency? Well, first of all, I will say I'm not a financial advisor, and uh, but this is my opinion, and I'll tell you this Bitcoin was once a very cheap commodity, and a lot of people got into this, you know, 10, 12 years ago. I actually saw a person on Twitter. Yesterday, it was very interesting, a guy, uh, they had posted his tweet from 2011, and he had shown that he had purchased 1,500 Bitcoin, 1,500 Bitcoin for $0.08 a piece. So, you know, uh, pretty interesting, you know, 1,500 Bitcoin, $0.08 a piece. He had sold that for a profit at $0.30, cents, all of them, 1,500 $0.30, and he was very disgruntled. At the time, this is 2011, I think March of 2011, because at that time, he saw that all of a sudden the prices shot up to $8 a coin. So that's like $12,000. So all of a sudden, he had realized that he sold his coins for 400 and some odd dollars uh, and missed out on a a huge 11,000 profit. How do we think this gentleman's feeling today if he would have just held his coins Uh, With that Bitcoin hitting a high this year of $62,000 a coin, he would have 90 some million dollars if he wouldn't have not sold those coins. It's pretty amazing to think about. And uh, I think that it's something worth Talking about right? I mean, uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum. We all have heard of Dogecoin, probably at this point. If you follow Elon Musk, Saturday Night Live, any of these, is this the currency of the future? What happens to the U.S. dollar, U.S. coins? Because also in the news this weekend, I think it was just yesterday, we saw the the uh, U.S. Treasury saying that the they'll run out of money by the early next month. So what happens? Do we have a new technology based currency that we use based off of internet uh you know type formulas and and computer based formulas that that spit out numbers that you can use to purchase things. And and I believe the answer is yes. Everything else is based off of technology. Everything else is based off of putting things together, formulas and computers. So, you know, why not? The question is, are you going to want to trade your currency, your cryptocurrency in for the U.S. currency? That might be the bigger question after all. Um, So, and then, you know, obviously you have to look out for scams out there. I mean, every single day there's multiple, multiple cryptocurrencies coming to light. Uh, Everybody claiming to be the next Dogecoin, the next Bitcoin, the next Ethereum, um, you name it, they're there. Um, and, And some have actually made people millionaires. I mean, they have because you can purchase these for very, very cheap And uh, then they they balloon. They'll improve by a thousand percent or you know five thousand percent in a matter of a few months because you can get these for a number that's like seven zeros and a one or eight zeros and a one after the decimal point below a a dollar you know or below a a cent sort of thing. So it's pretty impressive. Some of these that have developers behind them that are getting, you know, certain sponsorship and, and people to back them. So, so yeah, it's worth looking into. But then there's also ones that they'll, they'll call rug pulls, people that will be out there just to uh, literally take your money. That's what they're there for. Um, their, their intention is to get as many people as possible to buy into the hype, put money in they'll get that money as high as possible and then they'll make their millions and they'll run. Uh so it's it's really important to look into see what is real, what is not. Do your own research. DYOR. You'll see that a lot, you know, on social media. It's very important to do your own research and figure out what is real, what is not. You you still may get tricked at that point too, but it's good to check some of that out and see, you know, if you're going to possibly have some success in what you're investing. I will say that I have definitely gotten into cryptocurrency myself. Uh, I find it as an interesting hobby, if nothing else. I think that it's important to not invest more than you can lose. And that that's just good investment advice in general, right? I mean, you... Uh, you don't want to ever invest, whether that's into the stock market itself, into, you know, the NASDAQ or Dow Jones or or something that you feel stable like Apple or Microsoft or, you know, or cryptocurrency. You know, you just have to make sure that you're being a wise investor. But you know what? The returns on some of this cryptocurrency is much better than returns on some of these what we'd call stable investments and i find it very interesting but you know the losses are way more as well you know if you look back at dogecoin for example dogecoin you could first purchase it very low you know below a dollar like we were discussing earlier and uh, that you know that typically goes with any of them but then you know obviously hype is something that causes a huge increase And a huge growth in some of these coins, and and Elon Musk jumped on board. Mark Cuban, I believe, was another one. He jumped on board with Dogecoin, and all of a sudden it started rising. You know, there was attention. There was a huge following on Twitter. Everybody was talking Dogecoin. You know, it was a it was a meme coin. It had this cute dog that was uh, that was its symbol, and uh, just kept growing, kept growing, you know, constantly trending. And um, so, yeah, Elon would tweet and it would shoot up. It would shoot up there higher and it would go higher and higher. And all of a sudden it was like, you know, is this going to get to a dollar? How high is Doge going? How high is Doge going? And there was this announcement suddenly that, you know, Elon Musk was going to, you know, be on Saturday Night Live. I remember it plain as day. And, Everybody says, OK, well, this is this is the evening that's going to go up to a uh, dollar. And that, I mean, that's the other interesting thing with cryptocurrency, not to get off topic. But the fact is that, you know, the regular New York Stock Exchange, you trade it Eastern Standard Time between what, like 930 a.m. and, and 430 p.m. or or 9 and 4, something like that. And then it's it's done, right? Cryptocurrency is 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you are monitoring this all the time. And it's so easy for anybody to get involved nowadays with, you know, apps like Robinhood or Crypto.com or some of these Coinbase apps that you can just go in, purchase it and watch. And you can continue to throw your money in. So it was Saturday evening and Elon Musk is going on Saturday Night Live. And it balloons up very high i can't remember how high but it it was up there and then right as the show starts it just plummets and it starts to plummet down and plummet down and then elon doesn't make any huge announcements on the show and i think he was kind of uh, a bomb on the show a little bit and kind of you know just nothing that anybody expected it was kind of a dud and um, I don't believe Doge has ever really recovered from that. You know, there's been a few announcements. I know they say he's going to put Doge on a rocket and send it to the moon, different things like that. And, and that's fantastic. But I think that overall, that has been the, uh, the issue with that particular coin. But again, that shows the volatility of, uh, of cryptocurrency. You know, one day you may be up $100,000 and the next day it may be gone. So you have to know what you're doing in a sense and do, doing your research like I said. You have to have an understanding of when to buy, when to sell, and most of all when to hold. Uh and my theory always has been that you know, you can't necessarily lose until you sell, right? So I mean, and I guess that goes both ways. You can't win unless you sell either, but the fact is that if you're selling at a loss, then that's when the loss happens. And so Dogecoin, a lot of folks still say it's gonna it's gonna rise back up, especially end of this year, beginning of next year, when Elon Musk puts it on a rocket and sends it to the moon, uh, literally sends it to the moon. Uh, so it, it's definitely interesting. I think that there's some continued ideas there um, of how you can improve your crypto mindset and and when you want to add more you know of your money into something like a doge coin doge has never dropped back down to some of the areas that it was a year ago it's still up a lot on the year and that's the same with most of them right they continue to grow year after year some of these new coins you look at um, like a saitama for example one i've been following a lot lately absolutely insane growth with this particular cryptocurrency um and they've got developers out there who are getting relationships and building a business model you know and again coming from a business background myself very interesting coin their business model is to grow partnerships right they go out there and they partner with you know former Stars of different sporting backgrounds, NBA, Major League Baseball, you know, uh, NFL. Who knows where else they're going to go with that? And very fascinating. I watch a lot of YouTube with these guys because I'm very fascinated at their business model. And I think that they may be onto something, right? You don't see a lot of these newer coins growing like this and having this business model i think it's one to watch if if you continue to watch saitama and see what it can do going forward with uh, their developers and their relationships and partnerships you know i think they've gotten some of these youtube influencers to to help them get the message out for example they've built a following on twitter Uh, They've asked those folks to reach out to people on, you know, TikTok and, and Instagram. And, you know, it's all a lot of it's about the hype, right? You you always buy the hype and that that's that's true and it's continuing to grow you know as it trends people look into it it's about to hit some big exchanges and when they hit there it's easier access if you uh, that's again if you look into some cryptocurrency sometimes some of these coins that aren't uh, posted on some big exchanges like Robinhoods Coinbases cryptos.com like i mentioned earlier some of what they call tier 1 exchanges it's tough you have to go through well, it's not super tough, but it's tough if you don't understand it. You know, somewhere like a uniswap and and swap it for an Ethereum. You have to buy Ethereum first. You walk through doing that and uh you put it into your wallet and trade it for, you know, Saitama. So you have to know the contract, uh, you know, make sure that you're you're purchasing the right coin because there's scams out there. Um so again it's involved in doing your research. So some folks who may not have a little understanding and want to just click a button and purchase a coin will have issues with that. So I think that there's some coins out there that watch that can grow, possibly could be the next Bitcoin because, you know, Bitcoin was small at one point. Nobody ever thought Bitcoin would be $60,000 a coin. I'm sure no one ever thought that. The big discussion around Uh, satana satama is the uh, market cap well how can it reach a market cap the size of apple or microsoft or or amazon you know and um it goes into things that i I won't get into the technical ideas of it because you know there's a lot of folks out there on youtube and places like that that can explain that to you but it's ideas of like they they have a burn rate right that they burn so many coins and they uh they redistribute coins and you actually subtract that off the off the market cap and you, you get a true market cap and and my understanding so like the the thing is that it's going to grow in a different sort of manner right and it's going to explode and it, I, I do believe that that is a coin for everybody to look out for again i'm not here for financial advice. I'm not giving you financial advice, but it is something that, you know, folks should continue to look into coins and do their research and see what can possibly help them grow. It's it's very cool. It's very fun. It's something that could be the future of currency. So that's how I feel about, you know, cryptocurrency. That's one of the hot topics of the, the world today. Another hot topic that I find very interesting, and this is something that I know. My wife actually follows very closely is this Gabby Petito and Brian Laundry case. I mean, you guys tell me something, and you know, I'm very interested to get some feedback on some of this from you that might listen to my podcast. I'm hoping to gather a following of you all, and and then my next podcast I'll. Uh, I'll definitely answer some questions and uh, any feedback I get, I, uh, I'll i definitely respond to on the podcast. That's what I'm very excited to do. I, I like to have questions and answers on the podcast. That's what we we look to do. And then we'll continue to possibly bring guests on and and, and grow the podcast that way. Interactive podcast is very important to me. So we'll work forward and uh, start to work toward that with the podcast. But back to this scabby Petito and, and Brian Laundry thing. Man, are those parents not guilty as can be Brian Laundrie's parents? My goodness. I've never seen people as, uh, you know, or appear to be, okay? You know, you're innocent in this country until found guilty. I I understand that. But uh, there is something fishy going on there. There is definitely something not right, okay? So how does the guy come home? And, uh, comes home without his girlfriend, right. You know, comes fiance and, and the parents, you know, they don't say much for a while and then he, he disappears. And then they just say days later, yeah, he's gone. Uh, you know, and then obviously they're getting dog, the bounty hunter involved. And he's like, he's at the, he's been, they've been at this campground multiple times. Um, the FBI really seemed to have botched some of this or the local police or whoever, they they didn't go into the house. They didn't look for evidence. Uh, they they and you know I'm not a police officer myself. But again, like I said, this podcast is going to be my opinion, and uh, nothing's off off limits here. And I I feel like something was seriously botched in this case. There seems to be some real real issues with. You know, at gathering of evidence and speaking to the the parents and there was so much time in between, you know, um, I, I could have myself figured out a way to get out of the country in that period of time. You know, anybody could have. I think that the fact is that they gave him so much leeway to figure out a plan after if if he did it, if he was the one that murdered Gabby. Uh, because you know we I think we're all in agreement now that she was murdered uh you know it was her body that was found the the corner and and they believe it was you know by homicide if he was the one then they gave her him plenty of time to find a way to escape you know and then what's next how do you, how do you find this guy he's he is a very common looking guy, right? So you know, I, I I, just don't, I don't understand this at all. I, I don't understand how if they can find evidence or a reason to get a rest warrant for this guy, how they can't turn the heat up on those parents, you know, and maybe I need to watch this a little more and gather more information, but holy smokes, I mean, there's got to be some justice brought In this case, I feel um, and honestly, I'd like to get some feedback from you guys, what your thoughts are. I know it's a it's a hot button issue right now. And uh, I do think that there needs to be some more um, conversation to be had. People had to have seen this guy. Right. And and people had to have seen the parents. The parents are seem to be well known, well to do. Right. They came from New York. They went to Florida. They were business owners. I think the father was the CEO. They apparently camp at this campground, um, you know, and there had been people camping at the campground as well. I mean, they they were hiding in plain sight, essentially. So just interesting to see what might uh, come from this and uh, what might happen going forward. But, you know, definitely send prayers out to the Gabby Petito family. That's uh, that's a true tragedy for them. And uh, the fact that she was... uh, she was a free heart man. She just felt like she was out there living her life, living her dream and and this guy was uh seemed like he was a real jerk. I mean, it sounds like he was very jealous, very obsessive, and it's very unfortunate that um there was a lot of red flags. It sounds like again, this is a lot of hearsay. this is just uh what I'm seeing and reading um but with that being said it's it's just uh, very sad and unfortunate. That it's another one of these cases in this country where uh, nothing was done about this um, and then it's now too late, right? Um, And this guy should at least, at least be brought in for questioning, right? They've got to find him. And uh, I think that there's got to be way more answers uh, than there are as of today, so be, be very interesting to see where that goes uh and, and what happens with that going forward but uh that's my that's my opinion on that. I am very crabby about that currently uh would like to see some justice be had and uh see see what happens with that going forward um so that's what we have today for the first of uh, we hope many crabby podcasts going forward. Um, this is something that I really have a passion for. I really, really hope that you will enjoy listening to. Um, I do think that it'll be a lot of fun to get some feedback from you and be able to answer your questions. Everybody should have an opinion. I think that this uh, country has gotten so far in a direction that nobody likes to hear anybody else's opinion. Well, I don't believe that should be the case. Everybody should be free to have their own opinion. Everybody should be able to discuss those opinions. And just because you may disagree with my opinion, I should respect that you disagree with my opinion. And you should respect my opinion back. And I will show that same respect to you. And I think that it's very important that you should just live your life every day like that and show that mutual respect. You know, I think right or left, you know, male or female, no matter your orientation, no matter your preferences, you should always learn to agree to disagree. I mean, it was a common... Thing that we were taught when we were young, and I think that we've gotten so far off track that everybody just wants to butt heads all the time, and and that shouldn't be the way it should be. I don't think any of us were raised to believe that, and I think that everybody's opinions matter. So I look forward to getting your opinions uh, sent to me next week, and we will definitely have some more chats about those. So let's, uh, let's keep the conversation going, and I look forward to hearing from you all. So thank you so much. This, again, is TJ Crabtree with My Crabby Opinion. And please be sure to send all of your questions and all of your comments to mycrabbyo at gmail.com. That's M-Y-C-R-A-B-B-Y-O at gmail.com we'll be sure to answer any questions and uh comments next week on the podcast very much so looking forward to all the comments and feedbacks we can get concerning our uh podcast uh again very much like those opinions and uh would like to see what we can do to continue to improve this week by week thank you all again for listening look forward to it and have a great rest of your week bye